Remember, folks, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. Dies in your house every weekend. Subscribe on iTunes. Get us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash dies in your house. Every weekend. Brand new episodes of Dies in Your House. Fighting fascism one podcast at a time. Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Porks here, and we are back here on Patreon, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. 
with a brand new episode of Dies in Your House. You might be wondering what this is. Well, let me explain it to you. This is a vehicle in which I use to help my peers. People that didn't vote in 2016. People that don't participate in democracy. To get out. Get involved. Because what's going on in the country is not normal. Democracy is slipping to fascism. And if you don't know what that is, hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition and strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. That's, that's some Hitler stuff. But also that's some Donald Trump stuff. And today, as of recording, Joe Biden is the new president-elect. President-elect Joe Biden. Vice president-elect Kamala Harris. This 200 and 58 podcasts in a row begging my friends to vote begging people that follow me on social media to vote getting involved knocking on doors hanging lawn signs getting lawn signs kidnapped getting my life threatened on the bus being online to vote a half hour before polls open at every possible election since 2016 Making it my my whole life. Cutting off friends. Changing the way I go about... Changing the whole way I think. Changing my whole outlook. Today, after a week of counting votes, what felt like a year of counting votes, Pennsylvania was called for Joe Biden. The Electoral College was clinched up. 270 or 273 ball game right before I hit record on this it was either Arizona or Nevada Nevada Biden that's it we dodged a bullet democracy dodged a bullet here there was no way we could have four more years of that orange clown. That could not be a thing that we were able to withstand. And there is a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack about polls, about house districts. But that is not what this episode of Dies in Your House is going to be about. If you want to hear about, you know, hey, Jay, why didn't the Democrats pick up more seats in the House? Cool. If you want to hear, hey, Jay, there's really 70 million racists in America. We will, we will deep dive into that. Not today. Not on this episode. I know it sounds like I'm screaming, but this is excited. This is me excited. I know. I know. I don't know how to be excited anymore. I haven't been excited in a while. This is good times. Temporary layoffs. 
Good times. Easy credit ripoffs. Good times. Not sure if that's how the song goes. We did it. As Americans. Voter turnout was off the charts. Shout outs to Stacey Abrams. Getting that working in Georgia. Trying to undo a lot of voter suppression that's been baked into the cake in the peach state. For decades. Hundreds of years. A hundred years. There are people, there are mass gatherings in the street. And you know what people are doing? They're not protesting. They're gathering. They're dancing. They're excited. Everybody's joyful. Because we are, we're back. Now, Again, if you want to say, Jay, listen, this was we didn't win, like, the battle of racism or the battle of sexism just yet. Obviously not. That's a battle that's going to take way more than one November to solve. Systemic racism in this country did not end today. It's not over. And the work needed to be put in, that needs to be put in, is far from done. It's not even close to being done. But we... We have had a long four years. And I think we deserve this moment. I think if you're somebody that's been watching way more MSNBC than is healthy, especially if you're somebody that knows the whole weekday schedule, like by host, an hour, like, we deserve this. We deserve this win. And today... I will be honest, I re-downloaded Facebook, I logged in, and I left my status, and I was like, I'm back to watch you fucks cry, let's go, because that's what it is, you know what, and I'm not gonna spend my whole life doing this, but again, tonight I will, tonight I will, this weekend I will, this weekend is a celebratory weekend. We took our fucking country back. We did it. Pat yourself on the back. Be happy. First of all, if you listen to this podcast, be happy because the current occupant of the White House literally wanted you to die by letting you get a fucking infect a deadly virus. Wanted you to die. Did not try to save you. In any way, shape, or form. So be lucky that you're alive. And you participated in democracy. And we won. We celebrate all wins here on Dies in Your House. You know, there's always opportunity. There's always opportunity for improvement. But we celebrate the wins. Small, big, team, solo. And man, it was getting hairy on election night. Because, and I'll be honest, I might have said it a few weeks ago. Um, I got bullish. And bookmark the word bullish because I have to talk to James Carville in a second. I got bullish. I sat there thinking, looking at polls. Which, by the way, the again, the polls were wrong type thing. Again, that's another podcast. We're enjoying ourselves tonight. But, um, 
I got bullish on Florida. I thought, I thought we'd get, when I saw polling in Florida and Texas, I was like, yo, we can get Florida and Texas, yo. That'd be great. The night would be over at 10 o'clock. After all this talk about waiting to count ballots, the night would be over early. Veteran Democratic strategist James Carville went on TV and told me it's going to be an early night. That's what he said. For months, he's been saying that. So then when it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and the easy path to 270 is gone, like with one of the bigger flips like Florida and Texas, we didn't get a flip to like the third day of counting votes. No, I think we didn't get a flip till now. Is Pennsylvania the first flip? Chronologically? I'm going by MSNBC's news desk. Decision desk. That's what I was watching. I've been watching for four years. Watch it for four more days. Shout out to Steve Kornacki. And I mean, if you were watching me tweet in 2016, I was I was like, yo, this guy Steve Kornacki. This guy knows stuff. This guy's good at this, this thing with the board. And yeah... Rose to prominence once again. Really helped us understand how elections work. How votes get counted and what's happening and math. Lots of math. Andrew Yang's probably happy with him. James Carville told me it's going to be an early night for Democrats. That we're going to go to sleep and it's going to be good. And then at midnight, or one o'clock in the morning, he's on with Brian Williams. And he says, you know, according to the number, you know, he was looking at like the polls, like the trends that are going right now, Democrats can put away the razor blades and Ambien because we're going to win this thing. Well, cool story, bro. But you told me that it was going to be an early night and it ended up lasting five days. Now, I know you might say, well, Jay, people could be wrong. I know. Then don't go on TV and be so emphatic about it. And then Brian Williams pressed him on. He's like, yo, you said it was going to be an early night. He's like, I get bullish sometimes. I get excited. I want to win. We all want to win, dude. Lucky I was told to put away the razor blades and Ambien. No, I mean, almost when I was going to sleep in election night, I felt good. And then when you wake up in the morning... So you woke up the next day and you were like, oh man, they're still counting. And I'm thinking, bro, we are in a way better place than we were Wednesday in 2016. You know what I mean? I mean, like, it was already over. So, and then you could tell just by the way the states were going there, Michigan, Wisconsin, boom, boom. Who is the pundit? I said this weeks ago, but it wasn't me. I, I was quoting somebody that said, you know, elections aren't won and lost in the Rust Belt, they're not won and lost on in New York or California, or Florida or Texas. Elections are won and lost in Kenosha. Okay? And when a cop emptied a clip into the back of an unarmed black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Americans had a choice of who, which side to be on. The side of the, you can't just go around killing fucking people. Or the side of, well, cops are like, you know, above Jesus and let them do what they want. You had a choice. 
America. And we came out overwhelmingly in the vote. We took all the protest energy, took it to the polls. And again, the energy, it's not over. But we're gonna enjoy this weekend. You know what? And do it safely. Please. I was just about to be stupid. But I gotta realize you can't be stupid. I was just... No, no. I was just gonna be like, yo. Like, if you don't have a pre-existing condition, go out there and catch COVID this weekend. You weren't it. But no, that people would take that seriously. And people that don't know me personally don't know the depths of my sarcasm. That would obviously, you know, don't go get a deadly virus. Don't do that. <laughs> go get yourself a COVID test. Get your brain massaged. This is a good feeling. Again, 258 episodes. My podcast used to be about music. I swear it was. It used to be about music, me being a waiter. Now look at me. I don't even work on Staten Island anymore. Staten Island flipped red because, you know, it's Staten Island. And we were lucky to have a Democrat in office for two years. But Max Rose lost, so I'm never putting a lawn sign on my on my lawn again because that's the first lawn sign I had, and he lost. So I don't want to jinx any future Democratic candidates. <laughs> so Nicole Meliotakis is a fraud, fraud, fraud. She represents Staten Island's congressional district, but whatever. I don't even. I barely. I'm barely here. I work in East New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, you know, I work in communities that are normal, not communities that are filled with red hats and fucking Confederate flags. I don't do those. If anyone knows of any apartments in Brooklyn, holler at your boy, slide in the DMs, you know the vibes. So yeah, yo, James Carville, that's the only thing I'm going to complain about today. Everything else is all happy, but Jimmy, Jim, Raging Cajun. Scale it back. If you don't want us to reach for razor blades and Ambien. I'm just saying. <laughs> love you. Love your Louisiana gear. I love the uh, insignia. In the top. In all the top left corners. Ah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. The views and opinions expressed on my podcast are that of my owner and not that of my employer. Even though I haven't said anything like incriminating today. Not that I ever do. I'm not a criminal. But I'm just, you know, just putting that out there. In case I use too many uh, F-words or something, I don't want people to think that, you know. Hey, man, why are you representing work? I'm not. This is not. This is this is my home life. I'm, I'm not on the clock. It's my personal thoughts. So, housekeeping this podcast is a couple of days later. If you're not a premium Patreon subscriber, then you didn't get the Zoomcast explaining that to you. But, you know, you could always subscribe, get yourself some artwork, get yourself early access to podcasts and bonus content. Patreon.com slash You can check that out. But uh, I wasn't going to do it before they called PA. Now that Pennsylvania's called, now that I'm currently recording this waiting for Joe Biden to make remarks, um, this is good stuff. So I'm dropping it for you. Patrons are going to get it. 
ASAP, like Rocky and Ferg. Uh, SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts probably get it. Uh, eight o'clock. You know what? Everyone will get it. This is, we're celebrating. We're living. We're celebrating, man. Come on. We won. And it's not like, you know, it's not like, you know, it's not like the election hinges on, on Pennsylvania. Like being the one state. You know what I mean? When this is all said and done, this guy's going to be a 306 Biden. It's going to be 306 electoral votes and none of that's going to matter. So if you want to sue Pennsylvania to get 600 votes back, whatever, cool, whatever, you're not going to get it. Recounts don't work. Not that they don't work. They don't make a difference. And the Supreme Court has already stopped one recount before. 2000 election. Actually, John Roberts, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett were actually involved in the proceedings there. They were law clerks and, and lower court judges at the time. So, they helped stop the 2000 Florida recount. So, Any recount that heads to the Supreme Court, obviously the Supreme Court's going to follow precedent and not stop the recount. Joe Biden wins. The energy in the streets right now is phenomenal. And a popular theory tonight on Twitter.com, all that stuff. Because you got Bernie bros, and they're like, oh, imagine what Bernie would have did. <laughs> imagine how much he would have lost by. Um, and you're like, yo, imagine if it was this person. If, or some, some people are even like, Joe Biden was the only person that could take down Donald Trump. Now... Let's add a caveat to that. You know who won the election? Kamala Harris won the election. And that's a big fact. No cap for the gram. That is... We have the first black... The first woman... The first... Asian American... Asian Pacific American... I don't want to get it wrong. We have the most diverse vice president in history. And it was her energy that brought this along the finish line. Because you know what? At the end of the day, forget your Kamala's a cop bullcrap. At the end of the day, Kamala Harris is a strong, strong person to be by your side. And Kamala Harris attracts the people that may not really like people like me who aren't like yeah joe biden i mean i was after he picked harris but like like i knocked on doors for warren i went to the warren rally like i wasn't like yeah joe biden but like kamala harris i'm like yeah let's freaking go let's lock this fucker up you know what i mean like <laughs> she's down for weed She's down for letting people out of jail with weed crimes. Down with uh, expanding healthcare. Like now, all right. So a little inside story. I got uh, got a, a sl when I went to now I work in Brooklyn. I got like a little a slight slight promotion. Not really. It was yeah, it was. I was a promotion. You know, I pat myself on the back. Yeah, yay for me. Clap it up for me. Um, so now like I can get I can afford health insurance. Through, like, my employer. But now I'm like, yo, maybe I should wait for this Biden care to roll through. You know what I mean? Like, 
We go have Obamacare with the option for Medicare if you want it. That's lit. So, like, remember when they were like, oh, Biden's not for Medicare for all. Actually, uh, Medicare for all who want it is Medicare for all. Stop splitting hairs when we're dealing with fascism, okay? We were on the brink of losing democracy. Stop splitting hairs here, okay? Step one was vote in a Democrat. We voted in a Democrat. Step two is going to take a lot longer to complete. But we're not starting that tonight. Tonight we're partying. Tonight we lit, fam. Get yourself a cup, put some ice in it, pour a drink in there. I don't know if you're a whiskey person. I don't know if you like to like take flowers, put them in a piece of paper and and light one end on fire and breathe the other end in. I don't know if you like to do that, but like whatever you like to do to party. I don't know if you just like to do yoga, whatever. Maybe you like to work out. Maybe you like to celebrate by cleaning your room. I don't know. Some people are weird. Celebrate! You did this. I did this. We did this. We came together as a country. As a nation. And we voted. And we better be keeping early voting. Voting a week before election day is fire. And we need to keep that. But we do, yo. Celebrate. Tweet at a Trump supporter. Troll a Trump supporter on Twitter tonight. You earned it. Do that this weekend. Do that. It feels so good. I already tried it. I was already doing it. It's fantastic. They deserve it. And for all the people saying, you know, listen, we have to be cordial. and You can't just like point and laugh like Nelson Muntz. Ha! You can't just do that. That's not that's not what we're about. Like, bro. They've been doing this to us for four fucking years. Can I get a weekend of doing it? I'm taking a weekend. One. I'm just taking one weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Maybe Monday. Maybe Tuesday. But eventually the work's gonna start up again. And when it does, we'll be ready for it. Because we're Americans. And that's how we roll. We roll with democracy. Look at the world leaders around the world already like, Welcome back, America. I'm not paraphrasing. Somebody tweeted, Welcome back, America. <laughs> the actual leader on the world stage tweeted those words. It's phenomenal. Feels good to be back. And, <laughs> you know, after Inauguration Day, I don't really know what my podcast is going to be about. But I do know one thing. There's one thing I could tell you. After Inauguration Day, I won't record every podcast with thousands of beads of sweat flowing down my face. Worried about an orange wannabe despot cunt monkey. Who has the nuclear codes tweeting in all caps while on the toilet eating McDonald's? I won't have to worry about that anymore.
It's a clip for that. We earned it. Celebrate. Dies in your house exclusively on Patreon, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts.